This is Good Hope FM News. A number of international charities, including the Red Cross, Doctors Without Borders and Christian Aid, are dispatching their teams to the quake-hit areas in Nepal. The United States, China, Pakistan and European Union countries are among those who have pledged aid, as has India, which is at the forefront of the relief effort. But several communications and landslides in the Malayan Himalayan nation pose formidable challenges to the relief effort. The BBC's Justin Rawlett reports. There's a huge kind of weather system coming in with thunderstorms expected, and that is really going to disrupt any effort to get aid out, particularly out of Kathmandu and into rural areas. And, of course, we know the epicentre of this earthquake was uh, 80 kilometres away from Kathmandu, and we are talking quite literally some of the most extreme situations in the world. You know, huge mountains need to be traversed to, to reach some of the places that may have been affected. Africans living in Britain have gathered in London to hold an anti-xenophobia march. More than 100 people gathered at the Nelson Mandela statue to send a clear message to the South African government. The protesters, originally from countries including Zimbabwe and South Africa, met to show their support. Olani Kala is one of the organizers. It is very important to have these campaigns internationally. We are speaking here not only as South African British citizens, but also our heart is back in South Africa. As of course, we are Africans and in Africa there is no uh, foreigners. Indonesia has notified nine foreigners and a local man convicted of drug trafficking that their executions will be carried out within the next 72 hours. Appeals by the United Nations and foreign leaders to spare them have been ignored. Authorities also asked the four Nigerian men, two Australian men, a Filipino woman and one man each from Brazil, France and Indonesia for their last wish. The French man still has an outstanding legal complaint over the procedure followed in his request for clemency. The executions will be carried out by the firing squad in Bessie Prison. The pending executions have caused an international outcry, particularly in Australia, France and the Philippines, which are opposed to the death penalty. Organizers of the World Triathlon Cape Town says the men's race weather conditions are sufficiently moderate for all three stages, run, swim and cycle, to take place. Yesterday, ladies' amateur Olympic distance swim was cancelled due to extremely cold temperatures. Event promoter Ian Banner says the current water temperatures is 11.4 degrees. Cape Town is the fourth city to host the 10-city tour, with about 130 elite triathletes from 80 countries taking part. Banner says they have a very strong group competing in the professional men's category this afternoon and has encouraged Cape Tonians to come out in their numbers and support. Alistair Brownlee is the gold medalist from the Olympics, competing for the first time after a long layoff from injury, but he tells me he's in fantastic shape. Javier Gomez, who's number two in the world silver medalist, will be there to defend his title that he won last year in the event. And then, of course, we've got our own Richard Murray, who was fifth last year, but he's vying for a podium position. Meanwhile, Vicky Holland from Great Britain claimed first place in the professional ladies' race late yesterday. Banner says the elite ladies' swim was halved for safety reason, following a drop in temperature brought on by changing weather conditions. For Good Up FM, I'm Sherlyn Barnes.